Welcome to On the Way with Tony Chris. Each weekday, Dr. Chris will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Chris. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 35. And this is Listener Question Day. We're going to try to answer a question, and for years I have been asked about baptism. It is uh, highly contested and uh, greatly misunderstood. And so a listener asked me, would I deal with baptism? And so while we're dealing with the Great Commission, I wanted to deal with this aspect of baptism on a Friday so that uh, we can have a little more time. Now, I'm going to have to unpack this, so be patient with me, because we need to understand this. Baptism is part of the Great Commission. It is inexorably linked to discipling itself. As we're going along the way making disciples, we are asked by Jesus to baptize them. Jesus was baptized, and so often people say, well, why was Jesus baptized? Well, hold on, we're going to get to that. What I want to do is deal not with the mode, first of all, which the mode, let me answer, is immersion. That's the New Testament way to do baptism is immersion, Uh, not sprinkling, not pouring, uh, but immersion. And there's a reason for that. And more than the etymology of the word, the means to dip or to plunge or to immerse is the meaning itself. And so let's jump right into that in the context of the Great Commission. Now, Jesus took his disciples into the Galilee after the resurrection. He met them there and he gave them this command. He said, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to disciple people, people from every walk of life, every nation. The word is ethnos. That's the root word. And so disciple the nations. Do that while you're going on the way, wherever you are, do that. And then I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, a very succinct formula. And then I want you to teach them to be obedient. That's the Christian life summed up in a nutshell. But let's come back to baptism. What is the meaning of baptism? Well, you can go again to the etymology of the word, the study of roots of words, and you'll see that it means to immerse, to dip, to plunge, even to bury, like you would uh, do in a cemetery that's used for that in ancient Koine Greek. But what is the meaning of baptism? Well, I'm going to give you three eyes. First of all, it is for identification. You see, we have an illustration of that in Acts chapter 8. You'll recall the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch, who was a Jewish proselyte. That meant that that, to be a Jewish proselyte in the days of the New Testament, that meant that you had been circumcised as a male after having said, I want to adhere to this message, this concept, uh, the Judaic concept of uh, living life and of accepting the one and true and living God. And I've adhered to a rabbi, to a teacher. And so therefore, uh, they would circumcise and make that person a part of the Abrahamic covenant through circumcision. And about a hundred years before Jesus, a hundred 50 years before Jesus, they started immersing their proselytes also through baptism. Why? Because baptism showed a death, burial, and resurrection. It showed that you had identified yourself through this ritual of baptism, and by going underwater, coming out again, you had said, I have died to the old belief system I had, the old message that I believed, and I am being raised to believe a new message, and I'm going to be following a new master.
Scripture, and they would attach themselves to a rabbi so they could be taught in all the ways of Judaism and the way of what we call the Old Testament or the Tanakh. And so it was for identification to and with a message and uh, belief system and uh, to a master. And so it was for identification. So why was Jesus baptized? Well, it had nothing to do with washing away of sins then or now, but what it did have to do with identification. And so Jesus was identifying with the message of John the Baptist that the Messiah was coming and Jesus said, we must do this to fulfill all righteousness. Why? Because he was the Messiah. And so he was identifying with the message of John the Baptist as the forerunner of the Messiah. And he even mentioned this and said, he is the Elijah that would be coming. And again, we'll deal with more of that in the future. But also the meaning of baptism is not just for identification, but for illustration. Earlier referred to the fact that it showed a death, burial, and resurrection. And this is why this Ethiopian eunuch said to Philip, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Now, why would he say that? Because he was already a proselyte of Judaism and he knew to do that he had to be circumcised. And this had nothing to do with this new belief system that he had uh, read about in the book of Isaiah. And so he said to Peter, well, uh, who is this uh, Isaiah, the prophet talking about? Is he talking about himself, Isaiah himself, or of another? And Philip preached to him Jesus out of what we call Isaiah 53. And this Ethiopian eunuch realized that the hope of the Jews is the coming of the Messiah. And so indeed he said, well, uh, then I want to believe. And so he did believe. And he said, well, based upon that and what I've learned from Judaism, what I need to do is to be immersed and to identify with this message that the Messiah has come. Not that he's coming, but that he has come. And so indeed, he said, here's water. I want to be baptized. And Philip said, well, do you trust? Do you believe? Yes. Then he was baptized. And so it's for illustration to show a death, burial, and resurrection. So it has an idea of believing that Jesus died, rose again, died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And that's the past end of it. But there is a present reality. The Apostle Paul talked about in Romans chapter 6 that we are buried with Christ in baptism. We are raised to walk in a new kind of life. Now think about that. We are raised to walk in a new kind of life. That means we have in baptism identified with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus with a new message from our old message that wherever we came from, we now believe that the message of the gospel is true, the substitutionary atonement of Jesus. And we are raised to walk in a new kind of life. And that's the present reality. But there is a future meaning as well, because baptism shows that because we have believed in Jesus and trusted in his substitutionary death, burial, and resurrection, we have identified with him presently that one day when our bodies go in the ground, if indeed we die before Jesus returns, then our bodies will be raised according to his, and he being the first fruits, we will follow in him. So it has a past, a present, and a future reality. But there is a mandate to baptism. We need to be baptized. As we become followers of Jesus, we need to be baptized. And after we've made a volitional choice to be followers of Jesus, we need to be baptized. Now, Baptists and evangelicals in general have made this not as important as it should be. You see, baptism is always related with that initial decision to become a follower and a disciple of Jesus. It's not six months on down the road when all the family can be there. It was straightway. I do not believe in baptismal regeneration. I don't believe that water baptism saves a man, but I do believe that it is necessary, not for salvation, but for obedience, and you need to do that as quickly as you can. The pattern that we have, the only proper pattern 
pattern we have is in the New Testament. And every time you see people say, by the way, for the most part, it was adults. And uh, we as Baptists say we don't believe in paleo baptism, but we're getting pretty close to it. But when someone is truly understands what they're doing and they become a follower of Jesus, they need to be baptized quickly. Why? Because we need to, from the beginning, teach rapid obedience. Well, what about we need to make it a big? No, it's not about the family. It's not about friends. It's a personal decision to become a follower of Jesus, and you need to make a personal decision to be baptized as quickly as possible. You say, well, they don't know enough. Well, then they don't know enough to be saved. Because you see, if they can't make a decision about baptism on their own, how can they understand the great mystery of the gospel and the atoning life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus? And so what I'm saying to you is, we need to emphasize baptism more than what we do as evangelicals, because we've made it an option. It's not an option. Jesus said that we needed to baptize those who we are discipling. And in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, on the day of Pentecost, Peter said, every one of you, all of you need to be repenting. You need to repent of your sins. And those of you who have repented, you need to be baptized. And that day, that day, they were baptized. The Philippian jailer in Acts chapter 16, it was uh, early in the morning. It was probably three or four o'clock in the morning. Uh, The moment he was saved, the moment he became a follower of Jesus, that moment he took them to his house and not only was he converted, but his entire family, they were all baptized on the spot. They didn't have a a six-week planning for all of their family and relatives to come in. No, immediately they were baptized. So the Great Commission is to disciple people. Do it anywhere you can, uh, just along the way, uh, everywhere you can, anytime you can, and immediately you need to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, and begin that relationship of discipleship and teach them how to walk with God and live in rapid obedience. And we do that on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.